0: You're listening to The Stephen Toriello Show, building a platform of liberty for people in search of truth with a dash of hope and a life worth living. The Stephen Toriello Show. And now,
1: here's Stephen. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. As always, thank you for tuning in. We have a whole lot to get to. So in enormous development, Colorado prosecutors caught a major lie in court case to remove President Trump from the ballot. They insist President Trump started a violent riot, but they refused to play the video of his statement calling on his supporters to peacefully march to the U.S. Capitol. I told you guys that we're going to do this. About three months ago, I played audio from a 60 Minutes interview where 60 Minutes actually edited the audio to remove Donald Trump saying the words peacefully and patriotically. And I even in the show, I said, this is wild. Like they are like this is straight up propaganda. This is information warfare. This is the type of stuff that the Soviet Union did, that the Nazi Party did. In order to manipulate the people, they would manipulate people's writings, people's testimony, depositions. They would do all kinds of things. And that's exactly what we're watching happen right now. Why do these people want to remove Donald Trump saying peacefully and patriotically? Why do they not want the people to hear Donald Trump saying peacefully and patriotically during that speech that day? Because that that just clamors the whole damn case. A guy can't obviously be leading an insurrection if he's telling the crowd to be peaceful and patriotic. (laughs) So it's like and and, and that's not the only thing. Another thing they don't want the people to know is that Donald Trump requested National Guard troops. How can a president be an insurrection or conduct an insurrection against a government if he's requested National Guard troops to be there? And the National Guard troops were denied by the mayor which we now, evidence is now shown just today, and we're going to be going through that, the National Guard troops were denied by the mayor. If anything, if anybody is to be blamed for January 6th, it's Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell. Because as far as I'm concerned, Nancy Pelosi deliberately, deliberately withheld intel from the chief Capitol Police lieutenant who had oversight of the elections that day. This is the problem. There's so many problems with all these cases. Every single one of these cases has been brought in a blue state with Democrat judges, Democrat prosecutors, and Democrat attorney generals. How is anybody, how is Donald Trump, the leading candidate for the Republican Party, going to get a fair and impartial trial? It is impossible for any of these people To be fair and impartial, especially when a very large majority of them have already come out publicly hating on Donald Trump. I cannot believe this is happening in our country. This is like some stuff straight out of the Soviet Union, man. The show trials, this appearance of justice when it's not justice at all. You know, they go through the motions, they fill out the papers, there's the documents, they go through the process of justice. But this is not justice. This is a Stalinist Soviet Union show trial. All of these cases are like nobody finds it a little bit ironic that all the cases are brought in Washington, D.C. or other blue states. Nobody asked the question about all of the cases being brought forth and being overseen by Democrat judges, except for one down in Florida. And she's essentially said this entire thing is B.S. And she's going to delay it to win until after the election. Why? Because if not, that is interfering in elections. This has been precedent in this country since the beginning of this damn country. You do not criminally prosecute people the year of an election. You don't. Why? Because it gives an appearance of interference in the elections, our democratic process. People don't trust elections when the justice system is targeting their candidate. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. And so when you have 80, 90, 100 million people that are watching Their their justice system being used against their candidate, it kind of puts a real damper on democracy, you know, coming from the so-called defenders of democracy. Huh? So this is uh, the whole damn process is is rigged. This is not justice. So not only is there the appearance of impartiality and fairness thrown out the window, but you have a two tier justice system where Joe Biden is caught doing the exact same thing and they cover up for him and then they turn it onto, onto Donald Trump. This is, these are the things we are watching unfold in our country today, in our justice system, and everybody can see it because people need to ask the question like, wait a minute, well, I thought Donald Trump, I thought Donald Trump requested 10,000 National Guard troops. Well, he can't possibly be the leader of an insurrection if he wanted 10,000 National Guard troops there. And then they ask themselves again, well, how can Donald Trump be the leader of, of an insurrection if he told the people to march peacefully and patriotically? That doesn't make sense. Folks, it is all fake. It is all a narrative built up by the media. We've seen these things before. And usually what happens is the collapse of the democracy, is the collapse of the civilization." You are watching Republic ending tactics right here. I mean, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer. I really don't. I hate getting on the show and being like this. But the thing is, is the American people are sitting back and watching their entire country, their entire system, their democracy, their institutions, their justice system. They're watching the destruction of all of this and they're paying for it. And there's nowhere for them to go. There's nothing for them to do. They just have to sit and watch it while the psychotic Trump-deranged lunatics, these establishment swamp creatures, take a sledgehammer to the foundational pillars of every single institution we have in our country, all in the name of stopping Donald Trump. I literally read people's comments on Twitter, on social media that say, yes, I think it's all politically motivated. And then the very next sentence they will say, but I think it's justified. What? How can you I don't you can't have both if you think it's politically motivated, then that means you also think it's election interference (laughs) because the politician that you think is that is being targeted by this political motivation is running for president, is running in an election. So therefore, if you think it's politically motivated, then that means it has to be election interference. Like, they, 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 I, I don't get it. These people are actually connecting the dots, but they're not realizing they're connecting the dots. They're saying the quiet part out loud without actually comprehending what they're saying. The lack of self-awareness in these people is astonishing. And so what you're watching right now, to go back to the beginning, what you're watching right now is all these blue states are trying to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. All right? That's what you're watching. And it's going to happen. But it's not because it's justice. It's not because it's constitutional. It's not. This is like, again, it's the exact same thing Stalin did in Barrera back in the Soviet Union. It is no different. We're watching it unfold right here. Ask any Democrat about Donald Trump saying peacefully or patriotically. It is the very last thing Democrats ever want to talk about. I mean, besides him requesting National Guard troops is when Donald Trump said march march peacefully and patriotically. And so now you have these Trump lawyers that are trying to make the case that they're psychologists, that they can actually read the mind of Donald Trump and accuse him of saying a dog whistle. Essentially, by Donald Trump saying peacefully and patriotically, he didn't actually mean peacefully and patriotically. It's like, what? This is so freaking bizarre, dude. Like, I am shocked. And stunned. We are living in a country in America where propaganda is being perpetrated onto the people all for one giant Stalinist show trial like and and this is exactly why I refrain from talking about this stuff, because I get so pissed off about this, that the 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 lack of self-awareness in people that don't like Donald Trump, that they are willing to not connect the dots on purpose just so that they can get a desired outcome. But what they don't realize is that their desired outcome requires the entire damn country being destroyed. Like they don't get it. They think it's just like some simple, some innocent little political uh, targeting. No, you're talking about the erosion of people's liberties, people's rights, People's God-given rights, you're talking about the erosion of our justice system, the erosion of our government institutions and intel agencies, the erosion of of honesty in our uh, judiciary process, and the entire damn thing will collapse if they are allowed to continue with this type of Stalin-Soviet Union justice. So, But that's not all. The prosecuting attorneys also lied about their timeline of events they showed the court on Monday. The attorneys misrepresented the timestamps on the videos they played in court, not by minutes, but by hours. The prosecutors claimed the speech by Trennis Evans on the U.S. Capitol steps took place at 2.24 p.m. on January 6. The speech by the J6 defendant Trennis Evans actually took place at 4.22 p.m., not at 2.24 Two full hours later, the Democrats are trying everything to get President Trump thrown off the ballot in Colorado. They are even falsifying video footage and timestamps. This is perjury, and it took place in their opening statements. The J6 defendant, Trennis Evans, wrote the response to the latest set of lies by the Colorado prosecuting attorneys in their opening statement. Quote, Trennis Evans has already been bludgeoned by the January 6th Unselect Committee in Washington, D.C. During their hearings, they slandered his image and actions, implying he was involved in what they call an insurrection. The committee played video footage showing Evans repeating a tweet posted by President Trump over his megaphone at the steps of the U.S. Capitol. This footage provided a timestamp that was falsified in order to push the narrative of unhinged Democrats and Liz Cheney. This suffering of character assassination came during a time when Evans was worried about the safety of his family and dealing with his struggles with his 13-year-old son, who had been held at gunpoint by the FBI in an early morning raid on the Evans household. Now, this week, Evans is again being used in falsified video for the propagated lies prosecutors are pushing in Colorado against President Trump. These videos are the same debunked videos that the J6 committee used. The timestamps are, again, fraudulent, not by seconds or minutes, but by hours. This case is unprecedented, as it is the first time the 14th Amendment has been used to try and keep a candidate for president off the ballot. Colorado prosecutors are seemingly not above using falsified evidence to get this agenda of the left completed. This sideshow trial against Trump has been aired live on media outlets all over the world, where Evans' image is seen and his voice is heard. It's abundantly clear this is no concern for Evans and his family as these prosecutors drudge up another round of character assassination on him. The only thing these prosecutors care about is getting Trump off the ballot, and they are willing to hurt anyone who is in the way. Working through the barrage of leftist backlash, attacks on fellow j Sixers and even death threats, Evan perseveres while he brings awareness to the American people. All right, so it goes on. This is, this is his uh, uh, organization commitment. This is insane, folks. This is nothing but the Russia collusion hoax, like Times-5, where, again, they're falsifying documents. We already know the FBI falsified documents for, to get FISA warrants. Listen, folks, you are watching our government intel institutions. You are watching our government institutions being weaponized. They are falsifying documents. They are falsifying timestamps on videos. They're creating propaganda to do a narrative saturation on the people so that they can alter public opinion. This is what they're doing. They're trying to poison a future jury pool. All of this stuff is all for show. None of it's real. This is not justice. All this is being paid for and propagated by billionaires in the Republican and Democrat party. People like George Soros, the judge, the judge that is overseeing this case in Colorado has come out and admitted on live TV for everybody that she donated money to a PAC, an organization that targets anybody in Trump's orbit, that targets Trump attorneys. It is clear and obvious. She came out in front of everybody and said, yes, I donated to this organization, but that will not inhibit me from being fair and impartial in this case. What? Are you serious? Donald Trump can't possibly feel good about that. How would you feel if a judge that is going to be deciding a case for you donated to an organization that is targeting you and anybody in your orbit? How would you feel about that? On the mere appearance of impartiality, this judge should recuse herself, but she's not going to. This is so freaking bizarre, dude. It is mind-blowingly bizarre. It is shocking how willing Democrats are to destroy this country and its entire and the entire damn system to burn it all down to prevent Donald Trump from becoming president. What the hell are they so afraid of? What did this guy do? I'm sorry, folks, but Donald Trump is not worth the destruction of our entire country. Okay, he didn't do anything to the American people to warrant this type of behavior. What he gave people cheap gas, he improved their lives, he helped them save money, increased their wages, created peace and prosperity, had brokered peace in the Middle East. Like, I'm sorry, but Donald Trump. Is, is not worth the, the, the destruction of our entire institution, our entire country, to prevent him from being president. They may be scared of Donald Trump. The establishment, the corrupt establishment but that's, been, that's been keeping us down for the last 50 years may be scared. But why would the people be scared of Donald Trump? It doesn't make any sense. He gave this country the best years it's seen in decades. It just doesn't make sense why they would lie fabricate evidence, pay millions and millions of dollars for a J6 report, break unconstitutional norms. I mean, violate people's rights. It's just wild. And what's even crazier is that the media is part of the whole damn thing. It is almost identical to how these types of things happened in the past, like in Nazi Germany. And in in the Soviet Union, they would use the media to influence the public. I'm sorry, if not for alternative media outlets like podcasts, YouTube channels, you know, the ones that they don't censor, if not for alternative media, we wouldn't know any of this. Donald Trump wouldn't have been president ever. And then the American people would have never got to take a glimpse into what is possible when you have a president that is not a part of the establishment. Donald Trump, what is the most destructive thing to their little club? Not to us, not to the country. The country, Donald Trump, drastically improved this country. The American people were prospering under Donald Trump, but the establishment was not. Donald Trump showed everybody exactly what can be done when you have a president in there that is not a part of the establishment. This is the only explanation as to why the establishment wants to destroy him. Republicans and Democrats. Okay? It makes no sense. Joe and Mika, CNN, the reporters at MSNBC, Joy Reid, all these people, they could give a flying shit if the American people are suffering right now. They don't care how much your groceries are, they don't care how much your gas is, they don't care how much you're struggling. This is, this is exactly why they don't care if Joe Biden wins again. But I'm sorry, folks, if Joe Biden wins again, the beatings will continue until morale improves. We would have officially lived in a country where the corrupt establishment, the government actually interfered in our election. The establishment would have officially installed a president by rigging our elections. How do they do that? By removing Joe Biden's chief rival off the ballot, of course. You're talking about a guy that is beating Joe Biden in the polls. They know Donald Trump is going to win. They can't have Donald Trump on the ballot. If Donald Trump is allowed to go into the election free and fair, no trials, no cases, no kneecapping, Donald Trump is going to win. The poll numbers are higher for Trump than they were in 2020. They see this. I told you the closer we get and the higher Donald Trump's poll numbers get, the more desperate these people are going to get. And so this is exactly where this this third clause of the 14th Amendment. We already went through this. We did a whole show about why this is unconstitutional. In fact, I'll just go ahead and play. I'll play Alan Dershowitz's audio that I still have from when we did that show the last time because it's still relevant. It's timeless. Why is it relevant? Is because The Constitution is timeless because all he's doing is defending the Constitution. When you have to have an entire team of lawyers and prosecutors, a judge and AGs and and district attorneys, when you have to have a whole team to try and make one point, then it's probably not a very good point. So you should be able to defend the Constitution if you're right. If you're not right, it does take an entire team of lawyers, attorney generals, biased judges, an entire, the entire government justice system, the entire Department of Justice, in order to prove that the Constitution is wrong. And that's exactly why Alan Dershowitz's piece, this audio piece, is so relevant. It's what, it'll always be relevant. Why? Because it's not changing the Constitution. It is sticking to the Constitutional's text It is not trying to bend and twist the words or the the intentions of the of the framers of the Constitution.
0: Well, it's an effort to disenfranchise not only Americans who want to vote for Donald Trump. I insist on the right to vote against him for the third time. That's an important right, too. I want Donald Trump defeated on the merits in a fair and open election. I don't want him disqualified. First of all, the 14th Amendment was designed to prevent people who fought in the Civil War from uh, assuming office. By the way, not only the presidency, but mayor, city council, any position under state, federal, or city law. And it doesn't only apply to people running, it applies for people sitting in office. So it's a way of circumventing even the impeachment provision. You could use it against President Biden and say that there was an insurrection. I am opening the borders in the South, and and Professor Lawrence Tribe, who has been pushing this so hard, he says it's self-enforcing. You don't need a Supreme Court decision. You don't need a district court decision. You don't need an accusation. You don't need a conviction. All you need is Lawrence Tribe to say, I think it was an insurrection, and therefore he can't run if he can persuade secretaries of state, some of which are elected, some of which are appointed. Uh, some of whom are Republicans, some of whom are Democrat. If he can persuade enough of them to take him off the ballot, it's the end of democracy for the 2024 election. It means that people don't get to vote for and against those candidates who the majority of the people in primaries have decided to put on the ballot. It's the most undemocratic, anti-American tactic for getting Trump. You know, I wrote a book called Get Trump every effort has been made to get Trump. They're bringing criminal prosecutions, some of which are stronger than others. The New York is the weakest. The Florida, perhaps, is the strongest. That's different because there, at least, there's a due process, a judicial safeguard. But this 14th Amendment thing, self-enforcing, it means anybody can take anybody off a ballot if they think they engaged in an insurrection such as might have occurred after the George Floyd killing in parts of the West, when there were attempts to take over federal buildings and state buildings, and damage to damage to uh, a property. Who knows what an insurrection rebellion is outside of the context of the Civil War? We knew it back then, but today it's become a metaphor for uh, protests you don't approve of, not for protests you approve of. It's so. Just in case dangerous. you
1: think, and but I'm telling you. By the time it makes it to the Supreme Court, it will get slapped down because what they are trying to do is unconstitutional. And they know this, but they're not using it for justice. They know none of these things are going to pass muster. They know it's going to get turned down once it hits the Supreme Court of the United States. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to time it perfect so that They can use this as hit pieces, as a giant baseball bat to bludgeon Trump during his campaign. They are trying to kneecap Donald Trump in the campaign so bad that he loses the election. And then after the election, they'll send it to the Supreme Court and then it gets slapped down. But by then, who cares? The election will be over and they will come out and they'll be like, yeah, we messed up again. Or they'll defend it just like they are with the Russia collusion hoax, just like they are with the spying. The Biden administration spying on America and using intel agencies to censor Americans about a laptop, about his son's corruption. They'll do the same thing they're doing now. They'll just deny all of it. But by then, they don't even care because Donald Trump didn't win the election. You see what I'm saying? They're trying to time this out perfect to cause maximum impact on Donald Trump's campaign. Because once they're what they're going to do, this judge is going to remove Donald Trump off the ballot. Let me lay this out. We'll we'll just lay it out. Because, I mean, when you know what they're doing, you already know how the process is going to go. This is why conservatives and Republicans are always right about everything. is because we can see the whole damn picture already. What they're going to do, what's going to happen? This judge is going to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. It's going to get appealed to the Colorado State Supreme Court. They will uphold the removal. And then, they will have to appeal it to the Supreme Court of the United States where it will eventually die. But they're going to drag it out as long as possible. So, in other words, the state Supreme Court in Colorado will not, will not issue a ruling until right up to the election right to cause maximum damage. And then they'll send it off to the, to the SCOTUS where it will finally die. But by then, the election will already be over. But in the meantime, while they're doing this, while it's sitting in the the state Colorado Supreme Court, all these other blue states like Michigan, Arizona, um, Wisconsin, all these other blue states are going to try and do the same maneuver. This is just what they're trying to do right now is just normalizing it. They're doing the soft blow right before the uppercut, and the media is essentially going to be pushing all of this. The entire election is going to be driven by information warfare. Why? Because we are in an information war. I guess you could say hat tip to Alex Jones, InfoWars. But he was right. We are among many other things. We are in an information warfare right now. And the media, without a doubt, is a part of this entire process. And the media is being used by the administrative state as a weapon, as a tool, to bludgeon Donald Trump in his campaign. This is 100% election interference. They're just doing it through propaganda. We talk about it on the show all the time. They're using the same tactics as the Soviet Union, as the Nazi party back in the 1930s, same stuff. And they're going to they're going to remove Donald Trump from all these ballots in these blue states. And then it's going to cause the people to want to vote for someone else. This is where Ronda DeSantis, Chris Christie are going to step up, Nikki Haley. That's why they're all still in the race, folks. There's no other reason why they would be spending millions and millions and millions of dollars when Donald Trump is 55 points ahead of them. It doesn't make any sense. They're staying in the race in the hopes that voters will, oh, I guess Donald Trump's removed. I guess he can't, we can't elect him. We can't vote for him. While simultaneously, while all this is happening, you'll have media outlets like CNN, MSNBC, that may even combine forces with outlets like Fox News. It's all one giant establishment, folks. That's what, I've been, that's what we've been saying on the show for months. It's one giant uniparty establishment. And Fox News, the media as a whole, is going to say, yes, Republicans need to go ahead and just vote for someone else because Donald Trump can't be elected. He is unelectable. That's what they're going to be saying. And then it's just going to screw up the whole thing. Because what you're going to have is you're going to have pissed off Republicans that are going to say, well, why the hell vote when it's clear and obvious that we don't even have elections anymore? And it's going to disenfranchise millions and millions of voters, and they're not going to vote. (laughs) This is what they're doing. This is election interference. People are going to be disenfranchised. They're going to be demoralized, and they're not going to vote. (laughs) And so Joe Biden is going to win. It is the only way Joe Biden can win. That is it. It is the only way any Democrat can win. I don't care who it is. Bring up, what's his name? Bring up Gavin Newsom. Bring up Michelle Obama. I'm telling you, Democrats are in a such bad position that the Washington establishment must, they must use every tool in their arsenal to get them across the finish line or their gig is up. Their game is over. The party's done; they know that Democrats are in really, really bad shape, especially now with this war in Israel and now Jews are starting to see who their allies are they're in bad shape, and so they have to kneecap Donald Trump. If Donald Trump were to go head to head with Joe biden it 's over, and they know it, so that is why they have to keep Donald Trump off the ballot it's there's no other explanation for it, folks. You don't do this type of damage to a country unless you are trying to get a desired outcome. There is no reason. There's no statutory limits on any of these cases. There's no reason why any of these cases can't be brought until after the election. And in fact, the judge in Florida may be doing just that. She may be delaying the case until after the election. Why? Is because it's called interfering in an election. You know that thing called democracy? You can't just use the justice process. You can't just use the process as a baseball bat to kneecap your political rival. You can't do it. This is why cases don't aren't brought up in election years. This is why they shouldn't have done this from the very beginning. They brought this case at the perfect timing. So right now the game is timing. Everything's timing right now. They have to time everything out perfect in order to get this case exactly where it needs to be At exactly the right time of the election, because they know everything in the Supreme Court, all of this stuff is going to get turned over because they're all shit cases. They're all unconstitutional. Every single non-bias constitutional scholar has said these cases are shit. They are shit cases. And they should all have they should have all been dismissed from the very beginning. But they're not being dismissed because all the cases are being judged by Democrat judges, Democrat prosecutors in Democrat states, you see the pattern? It's freaking election interference, man. They are weaponizing the system in order to get Joe Biden across the finish line. And so, like I said, expect the Colorado thing to remove. Colorado will remove Donald Trump off the ballot. Next is going to be Michigan. Next is going to be Arizona. And it's going to look like we're getting some pretty hardcore losses. But I promise you, folks. I promise you, this is not justice. All of this is going to rely on, guess what? The biggest accomplishment that Donald Trump achieved while he was in office. The Supreme Court of the United States. This is exactly why I've been writing them. These, these judges, you know, as, as much as you say that they're, you know, they're wonky, especially Judge Roberts, I get it. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. The thing is. Is they would have to abide by the Constitution because every single one of these cases is unconstitutional. Every single one of these cases is going to get is going to get slapped down by the conservatives in the Supreme Court of the United States. I don't know if the Supreme Court can jump in. I don't know if they can put a halt to this. I don't know what their the extent of their power and what they can do as far as Inter, intervening in, in current cases that are held up in state courts. I don't know. I would imagine they probably could if the if the case made it to a state Supreme Court. I don't know. I don't know. This would be a good question for people like Alan Dershowitz. When can the Supreme Court of the United States intervene? Because that's all you need. All you need is somebody to come in and say, enough. Enough of this. You guys are destroying this place. You're not going to destroy our entire country and our government institutions in the name of winning an election for Joe Biden. You're not going to do it. So somebody, you guys are just going to have to cool it. Stop. If you want to bring these cases, you bring them after the election. And then if that happens, then Donald Trump's going to win, folks. Donald Trump will be going into this election battered and bruised. And Joe Biden's going to be going into this election smelling like a rose. That's exactly the idea. That is the goal. Because otherwise, a a toe-to-toe, head-to-head matchup, it's over. Joe Biden would lose. Any, Any Democrat would lose. Because of the amount of damage the Democrat Party has done to this country in eight years is off the charts. I'm talking generational damage done to this country, irreversible damage done to this country, especially when it's coming to the southern border. What the Biden administration has done to our southern border by allowing tens of millions of illegal immigrants into this country has caused damage that will ripple on for generations. And the motivation behind them doing this is for votes. They are playing for keeps. Because all these immigrants come here, they're going to have kids. The kids are going to become citizens. Those citizens in 18 years, 20 years, are going to vote for Democrats. Democrats know this. And that's exactly why Joe Biden should be impeached. I said this from day one. If Democrats are going to remove Donald Trump, then red states need to remove Joe Biden. Period. And that's exactly what should be done here. I don't know how they could do it. I'm not sure. But they could get creative just like Democrats are getting creative. Folks, you're talking about billions of dollars on the line here. Republican elites, the establishment elites, the ruling class have spent millions and billions of dollars trying to kneecap Donald Trump. This is why you had the Federalist Papers, the the guys at the Federalist coming out with this idea to begin with about using the third clause of the 14th Amendment. They were paid for by Republicans. (laughs) The elites. It's all one giant setup, folks. It's insane. So I just wanted to get on here and um, get you up to date with that. Apparently, this case is really important that's happening in Colorado, but I want to get the word out there. Donald Trump will be removed from the ballot in Colorado. This judge is a radical leftist judge. All of this stuff has been preordained. It is a system. They have already found the courts they want to use. They've already went judge shopping. They found the judges they want to use. That's why none of these judges recused themselves. It is impossible for the people to not see the appearance of impartiality and unfairness in a judge that donates money to an organization that hates Donald Trump. Like, people can see that. Just the mere appearance of impartiality Judges need to recuse recuse themselves, but this judge isn't doing that. She came right out and told everybody, yes, I donated to this organization, but I still think I can handle the case. It's like, oh, but it's not up to you. (laughs) Like, we don't think you can be fair and impartial. So isn't that the point of having the appearance of fairness and impartiality? Like, so all this stuff is preordained, the judges are picked, the cases are picked, all of it's, I'm talking, I'm talking, there is probably, I would probably say 500 people working on this case. Hell, the case in D.C. alone has 60 prosecutors. That is an entire damn law firm working on that case, the documents case in Florida, an entire law firm. But they know that that case is going to be delayed until after the election. I think it's going to be. I, that's certainly what Judge Cannon is is discussing. That's what she's talking about. So, like I said, expect Donald Trump to be removed from Colorado, and then it's going to be Michigan. It's it's going to be a it's going to be a domino effect. That's what it's going to be. And they used Colorado because again, it was all set up. They used Colorado just like they used the, just like they used the indictment in New York by Alvin Bragg. That nobody even cares about that case. Everybody knows that case is shit. But they used that in order to move the Overton window to normalize indicting presidents. And so they used Alvin Bragg in New York, coordinated with him and everything, to change the precedent. And so that allowed Jack Smith to bring the indictment on Donald Trump in the documents thing. The big case. That is their, that's their big case. But even now, reports are coming out that they're, they're not even sure any of the documents that they're talking about are even classified to begin with. So, I mean, it is a bunch of stuff. And in the middle of all this is the January 6th committee. The J-6 report is behind the entire move. The entire 14th Amendment tactic to remove Donald Trump off the ballot all relies on the J-6 report. So if you ask, well, where did the J-6 report come from? The J6 report came from a committee, the January 6th Select Committee, where Nancy Pelosi rejected the Republican-nominated committee members, okay, the Republican members that were picked, in order to give the committee bipartisanship, so that during the committee, when their witnesses are testifying, they could be cross-examined by somebody that is on the other side. That is what you want. You want as many different—if you want as many different eyes looking at it as possible— but Nancy Pelosi didn't do that for the first time ever and unconstitutionally, by the way, she rejected the Republican nominees and handpicked her own Republican committee members. And you might say, well, OK, but as long as there the Republicans on the board, right? No, no. She handpicked the Republicans that hated Donald Trump on a cellular level. The two people that hated Donald Trump the most, Adam Kissinger and Liz Cheney. And those, and I think maybe one other person I can't remember, but those two people, she picked for the J six Select Committee, and the entire committee was nothing but a giant show trial. But it had a purpose. Its purpose was to produce a taxpayer funded J six report. They needed that report so that they can use the report to remove Donald Trump off the ballot. I'm telling you, all this is planned, folks. This this thing has been planned. Two weeks before Donald Trump ever left office, why was it planned? Because they knew Donald Trump was going to run again. They knew the impeachments weren't going to work, so they needed an insurrection. They needed J six to happen, and this is where and this is where the Fed insurrection comes in. This is exactly why the insurrection was a false flag operation conducted by the United States government against its own people. They needed that insurrection. In order to get the J-6 report, they needed the J-6 report to use that report and Clause 3 of the 14th Amendment to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. They have to remove Donald Trump from the ballot so that they can send it out to the media and the media propagandize the people and manipulate them into thinking Donald Trump is not going to be on the ballot, that Donald Trump is unelectable. They're going to do that so that they disenfranchise Republican voters, so that Republican voters, you'll have some that vote for DeSantis or whoever ends up saying they're going to be the one. And you'll have the rest of the people like, no, I'm not voting. Why would I vote? Why would I vote if if they're just going to install presidents anyways? It will it will officially be the day our democracy dies. And I hate to say it, but democracy does die in the dark. They say that because democracy dies and nobody even knows it. Like nobody realizes until it's dead. And so that's why that that's where that phrase comes from. So all this is all preordained. It's all set up by the Washington establishment elite. You're talking about billions. You're talking about people, the most powerful people in the world. People that have committed crimes against people. Crimes People that would, in any rational world, would be charged with crimes and maybe if Donald Trump gets elected. So you're talking about the most powerful people in the world trying to interfere in an election. It's going to be an elaborate scheme, and that's exactly what it is. It's going to be very orchestrated with very, very smart but evil people. And, And we are watching the culmination of it. And mind you, it's all going to play out weeks until the election. They may wait to the day of the election to uphold the ruling in the Colorado Supreme Court. And so, therefore, the SCOTUS wouldn't get it until the day of the election. So, like, this is what they're going to do. So they're using this process in order to kneecap Donald Trump, in order to sway our elections. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be getting on here doing another show just in a minute. I didn't really plan on this one being that long. But it was important to talk about. You guys need to know this. Pay attention to this. I just want my listeners to be prepared. We said this months ago. Donald Trump will be removed from ballots in these blue states. And it's all one giant scheme. And then it will get turned over in the Supreme Court of the United States. So I'm going to leave these articles in my podcast description. You guys can go ahead, look them up. They're pretty interesting. Make sure you get down, get into the details of this stuff. Get into the nitty gritty because you need to be up to date. So that you can share the information with your friends and family share this episode um, you can find the you could find the show on any podcast platform follow the show on YouTube follow the show on Rumble I have merged my Facebook personal page and my podcast page into one so it's gonna things are getting ready to really pop off <laughs> because I was just Facebook was just censoring me out of existence on my Facebook page my podcast page so I had to merge it with my, with my actual personal page. And that's fine. That's okay. So I'm going to post. I'm going to be merging those two. So all my content's going to be uploaded onto my personal Facebook page. I made it public. So everybody can go there. You can reach out to me. Stephen Torriello Show at gmail.com. Also follow me on Twitter. I'm always posting awesome memes. I create the memes myself. I make awesome videos on CapCut. I, I'm really busy during the day folks. Trust me. When I'm not behind this microphone. And I'm not working. I'm either advertising for the show, I'm marketing the show, or I'm creating memes, I'm creating content, I'm always doing stuff to contribute to this battle. Always. So, alright ladies and gentlemen, I want you guys to have a good day, have a great week, God bless you, God bless America. You guys have a good day. Bye bye.